Believing Weakness Podcast. Kids are soft. You like discipline. But I've got news for you. You're not gonna have your mommy's run behind you anymore and wipe your little cushions. Oh no, it's time now to turn this mush into muscles. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Um, been trying to conduct a lot of new businesses and stuff here lately and been also trying to get in a little bit better of a shape here lately and uh, get a little bit more uh, lean muscle mass going on. And I was going to tell you guys, there is a recipe that I found while I was watching uh, some YouTube videos of this guy named Greg, I think it's Greg Doucette who has this recipe called an anabolic French toast. And it's basically uh, just white bread with egg whites, no yolks, just the egg whites. And when you're cooking it in the pan, you know, you use the uh, calorie-free, like a a canola spray. And, you know, you put uh, cinnamon on it and a little bit of Splenda. And then you basically use like a sugar-free maple syrup and it actually doesn't have that many calories and it's just like all clean carbs and uh good clean protein so i've been eating the shit out of that stuff it's really really good it, it feels like you're eating a cheat meal but you're really not um and then you know i've also reached out to my friend the 44 and kind of told him what some of my goals were and he's basically set me up with a really good cycle and a workout program to follow and, you know, a, a really good meal program. And it's all designed to kind of fit into my busy lifestyle. Um, and especially now that, you know, I've been doing this for several years with using anabolics and lifting heavy and everything. Um, he, I kind of basically told him, you know, I'm at this stage. What do I need to do to get out of this slump and keep progressing? So he really helped me out. If y'all don't know who the 44 is, uh, last podcast was an episode with him. The guy's like a walking encyclopedia of bodybuilding knowledge. And he's got his own website, which is www.44onswole.com. Check that guy out. He's got some really damn good information. But um, going back to today's episode, what we're going to be talking about is some entrepreneurial type things. And... You know that old saying uh, that good things come to those who wait? I think that's bullshit because to me that is a pathetic incentive for people to sit on their ass and just let their ambitions pass them by in life. If I've learned anything over the last five years is this. Nothing in life comes to those who wait. It only comes to those that can't sit still. See, I've worked with people and had people that were close to me telling me stuff my whole life like I need to relax and you and you work too much and you stay too busy I mean they've told me that I've got OCD ADD ADHD BYOB and everything else under the sun I don't give a shit and it does not offend me in fact I tell most of those people that they're absolutely right and honestly I wouldn't have it any other way you see because there's in my opinion, two kinds of people in this world. Those who want people to take care of them, and there's people who take care of things. And I created a system of income for myself that I actually enjoy being immersed in. And not a lot of people can say that. 
But I know that I have to keep hustling daily to keep it growing because no one's going to take care of me except for me. I can't rely on anybody else. And that's one thing I want to drive through to you guys that you can't be sitting here waiting and hoping for a politician or a job or anything else to take care of you. Because if you do, you're going to be let down. You have got to take care of yourself. That hustle mindset gives me purpose in my life. It keeps my American blood pumping with full force every day, and I absolutely love it. I'm almost addicted to it, to be honest with you, because when I set out to accomplish something and it actually gets achieved, it's like I'm riding a high. I can't, you know, it's, it's hard, to, hard to describe, but that's why I can't sit still. And, you know, there's a little saying that I think kind of correlates to this is that nothing is going to move unless you first give it that push to get it going. And I'm going to explain some concepts in accumulating wealth and finding success and all that shit in ways that anybody can relate to. Now, I'll tell you, I'm going to be honest with you, most people don't succeed. And there's a chance that you won't succeed either, unless you understand and implement some of these universally tried and proven steps to obtain prosperity that we're going to talk about today. Now, the following concepts represent the ideas and thought processes that are universally shared within all successful people. And furthermore, these traits and these ideas, they're pretty much never found in poor, lazy, or comfortable people. Most people who already come to understand these ideas had done so by doing some pretty awful shit in their life. You know, they went through some really hard times first before they found their success. Perhaps these lessons will allow you to skip the painful process of normally required to learn some of them by most people. Uh, these have been some of my personal keys to success, and I'm sharing them with you, um, assuming that you're willing to take hold of those keys. But it's you that's got to unlock the door. So the first thing we're going to talk about is rejecting this get-rich-slow bullshit. This is a major, major part of obtaining a true life of financial freedom. Everything that everyone has ever taught you about becoming successful is probably wrong. Let's consider the nine-to-five traffic fighters. A traffic fighter is a person who fights traffic every fucking morning to a nine-to-five soul-sucking job that they're absolutely miserable at. Now, unfortunately, these are the people that have been educating and giving advice to us for decades. However, they are probably the least qualified to be telling us how to accumulate wealth and how to find success. Yeah, I mean, why in the hell would you ever take advice on getting rich from someone who is neither rich nor successful? In fact, they're absolutely fucking miserable. Would you take car repair advice from a person who knows absolutely jack shit about cars? I hope not. We are advised to go to school, get a job, and retire when we get old as fuck. This is supposedly the lowest risk way to reach success and happiness. But by the time you reach it, you're probably going to be too fucking old to really enjoy it. 
That I mean, that's the, the fucked up part about it. Doing that, in my opinion, is a more risky gamble in which you're really just kind of hoping for the best. There's just too many factors that have to take place for this whole get rich slow and safe mindset to actually work. So, so what are all these things that have to actually take place? Well, you don't die in the next 30 years. Your health isn't jeopardized. You don't lose your job. The company isn't outsourced or becomes completely obsolete due to obs- uh, uh, automation, which is happening every day. The company stays successful. The economy doesn't tank. Your investments don't collapse. And our current systems of currency stay strong, which <laughs> that's a big one right there. Chances are at some point, something negative will fucking happen. Almost every one of the factors puts control of your life in someone else's hands. By the following, by following this concept, right, you're allowing your financial well-being to be decided by everything except for you, basically. Getting rich quickly is actually a whole hell of a lot less risky because you control everything. It's kind of like just with any skill, at first, you're not going to be good at it. However, the more consistent you work at it, the better you become. Even if you fail five fucking times, you only have to get it right once to become rich. Rather than spending 40 years to maybe get there someday, your mind, what you learn, and everything that you do in the process is what controls your success. So, take control. That's the next thing. Take control. You need to know every aspect of your business so you can make the best decisions possible and dominate that bitch. When you take control, the following things apply. One, you are in complete control of your life, not anyone or anything else. Two, you can get better at anything if you are consistent and determined. This is why the most successful people view their failures as learning lessons. Every time you fuck up, it's a learning lesson. It might be an expensive learning lesson, but it's a learning lesson. It's just another step to the top of the mountain. No matter how many times you fail, it only takes one time of getting it right to get where you need to be. Now, the next thing is, and this is one that a lot of people just cannot do. You got to assume responsibility for everything. And this is the biggest mindset mindset shift that you're going to have to make in order to achieve success. Nothing in your life will change unless you change first. Taking responsibility for every single fucking thing that happens will allow you to be in complete control. Yes, Every single thing. Even if something seems completely out of your hands, just go ahead and assume responsibility for it. That way you can figure out how it could have been different, what you could have done differently to keep that from happening. Once you take control of everything and assume responsibility for all, anything can be made possible if you choose for it to be possible. 
All right, guys, so we're about halfway through today's episode, and since we're at that halfway point, what we're going to do is take a quick break and get some plugs in for our sponsors so we can get you guys some uh, discount codes and some coupons your way that you guys will probably be interested in using. So a lot of people know I've been a huge supporter of Kratom, and it's played a major role in my sobriety. Um, I think it's a wonderful uh, herbal medicine if used responsibly and I've actually got a new Kratom company that I've been working with and they are called Elevated Botanics and this company not only has Kratom they also have some really high quality uh, CBD products that are all locally sourced and they also have things like kava they have mushroom blends things like that uh, they do free shipping for all orders, which is very rare, and every single order actually gets free samples of different Kratom strands. So if you like order two or three different Kratoms, they'll send you a sample of something that you did not purchase. Great company to work with, um, good customer service. They do third-party testing on their site. Um, got a coupon code for 10% off, Leaving Weakness. And their website is elevatedbotanics.com. 10% off coupon code is Leaving Weakness. Give them a try. You won't be disappointed. Today's sponsor is Proven Peptides. Proven Peptides is the industry leader in high-quality American-made SARMs. While other SARM companies claim to give you pure and tested SARMs like RAD140 and LGD, these folks actually prove it by third-party testing each and every damn batch of product and then publishing the results on their website for the entire world to see. They also offer a money-back guarantee and a one-day handling period, as well as an over-the-phone customer service department where you actually get to speak to a damn human being. So if you're looking for high-quality SARMs and other research chemicals like S4, Cardron, and MK677, go to ProvenPeptides.com and enter the discount code LEAVEWEAKNESS. Again, that's discount code LEAVEWEAKNESS to receive 10% off your entire order. Next, separate your time from your money. Because before I get into this, the only non-renewable resource, the only true non-renewable resource is time. Money is a renewable resource. We can keep it re regenerating if we know the tricks to make it happen. But time is something you never get back. Time is absolutely essential to figure out how to manipulate time in your favor. For example... You can develop a system that trains employees to constantly sell the same way that you do. So instead of just you selling, you can have 10 other people that you trained selling the same way that you do. You just 10X'd yourself. This allows you to create a more massive action that will lead to greater returns. One of the most important aspects of financial freedom is separating that time from that money. To do this, you have to have your, your money work for you rather than you work for your money. Um, the greatest way to do this, really, in my opinion, is to have multiple flows of income through passive forms of income. So passive income is basically the ability to accumulate money without actively putting it um, in constant time to earn it. You know, I mean, it's where you basically set it, set up some sort of system 
where something can make money and then it just keeps coming without you have to actively work to make it keep coming in. You see, when most people need extra money, they decide to get like a part-time job. Then they're paid in accordance to the number of hours that they have labored. And this form of earning is known as active income because you actively have to work for it. Passive income can be earned while you sleep or when you take a shower. You put this form of initial investment, you put some form of initial investment in, right? Like I said a while ago, of time or money as well in at first. And then you create cash flow without constant labor to produce that income. There are a lot of different forms of passive income, like selling ebooks. You know, you you put down the time and effort to make a electronic book or a training program, and then it sells itself through some sort of, you know, internet web page or something. Affiliate marketing is a good one. Uh, I had a lot of success with that on the Leaving Weakness blog. Real estate investing. Goddamn, there's more people that have become millionaires through real estate than anything else. You know, like, like rental properties. You know, you you buy it. You know, you have a, a little bit of down payment. That's a little bit of money up, up front. You put in the time to, to like remodel it or rehab it. Then you rent it out and it produces passive income for you. Um, now, the next thing is... Mapping out actions to achieve your goals. This is a big one. I mean, you write down your goals every day. Make your goals bigger than what you actually set to accomplish in the current moment. So if you want to buy your first rental property, for example, make your goal to be owning a small apartment complex. The reason why I say that is I found that doing this sets something in motion. Um, that almost allows you to push harder and aim higher to achieve more than what you originally intended to accomplish. Then what you do is you break your these big goals down into steps that you can actually accomplish to get to where you want to be, you know? So you take that big, fat, juicy goal and you break it down into smaller ones that are to be achieved first. Knocking out the little goals, those small ones, then um, it gets you closer to that big achievement in the end. You know, it's little steps to get to the big one. This process basically castrates the complexity of achieving that big fucking goal. Now, here's another one. Not focusing on too many of the small details, all right? Now, people that think too much about perfecting every small fucking damn detail, they often don't succeed. I've known a lot of these sort of people. They're often, they often quit out of frustration because they, they could not perfect the situation, right? This mindset usually hinders them from moving forward and taking the necessary steps needed in becoming successful, right? Um, so they get caught up in too many of these small details and it stagnates the advancement because they fail to see the big picture on what's possible. You need to be less focused on these tiny fucking details and more focused on taking massive action to create a greater chance of success, right? Because perfection isn't real. The whole concept of perfect is so damn subjective that nothing 
can universally be perfect to everyone. Amazon and Google aren't perfect. But did that stop them from becoming the biggest companies in the world? Fuck no, it didn't. But, but there's these fools out there that waste so much time trying to tweak a product until it's just perfect. And they're not actually selling any units of their product. They're just sitting there trying to make it perfect, but they're not selling, right? While some other guy went ahead and he launched a inferior product, but he's selling the shit out of it and he just makes the necessary improvements along the way. A lot of people call this analysis paralysis. Call it whatever the fuck you want. But this whole, I'm waiting until it's perfect before I launch it's just some bullshit excuse to keep talking the talk and not actually having to do what it takes to make it happen. So, that leads me to the next part. Don't get hung up on the what ifs. Focus on the what is, okay? Too much thought is spent over-researching and worrying about every little thing that could go wrong. This puts people in a state of paralysis where they're too scared to make a move. And there are opportunities that are constantly passing them by in the process. This goes back to the whole perfectionist people that I brought up in the last one. At some point, something is going to fucking go wrong and you will make mistakes. It's going to happen. I've made a ton of mistakes and I have had things go wrong. I have pursued business interests that didn't go anywhere. But, you know, I learned from all of them. You got to use them as learning experiences to allow yourself to further progress towards that success. You can use failures, like I do, reference points as to what not to do in the future. Next, surround yourself with people that help you advance in life. I've talked about this before in other podcasts, but just take a look at the five people you spend the most time with. If none of these people are where you want to be in the next five years, then you need to make some serious fucking changes in your life with the people you hang around. Because I'm here to tell you, the people that you are closest with will hold you back the most. At some point, you have to understand that you've got to be better than all these other people to succeed. You got to be more fucking driven than everybody else. That ideology will require you to hold yourself more accountable for everything. And you're eventually going to realize that nothing in your life will ever change if you yourself do not change first. A major part of this like I said, is going to involve surrounding yourself with others that can help you reach your goals because human beings are a product of their environment and the people you surround yourself with, man, I'm telling you, they can have an enormous influence on your life, positive or negative. So guys, those are some of the principles I'd like for y'all to think about, try implementing in your life. All right. Those are the things that I have learned over the years that have really pushed me further to finding the success that I have in life and getting out of the fucking nine to five rat race bullshit that was absolutely killing me a few years back. So I guarantee if you read any book 
that's uh, about success or anything like that, you're going to find some of these principles in those books. So they're tried, true, and proven. All right. So talk to you guys soon on another podcast episode. Take it easy.